0: Welcome to the Kooza cast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of CUSA Global. The word CUSA means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of CoozaCast. Today I am talking to none other than my brother, Mr. Kevin Watson, who is the Chief Operating Officer of the First Equity Group and also a Director of, of STATIB, the Tourism Insurance Brokers that is the division of First Equity Group. Kevin, welcome to CoozaCast. Thank you. Kevin, obviously we've known each other well, all my life, and but for the benefit of the listeners, can you just um, give them a brief overview of um, history, your your work experience, and how you ended up um, working in the in the tourism field through through SATIP?
1: Yeah, so it, um, I qualified as a chartered accountant in the in the 90s and spent a bit of time overseas in the in the UK, the States, and, and Switzerland. And there I worked on a few um, mixed-use developments, which would be a building hotels. So it was coming from the development side of things. In the mid-2000s, I, I came back to South Africa, and with with that tourism-type link, worked for a company called IFA Hotels and Resorts, which was also developing and running hotels. Um, some of you know, the most famous is probably the Zimbabwe uh, uh, property. Uh, and then... The set of insurance brokers was looking for a, a financial director to come in there and you know, take it from what was a family business to something bigger. And it seemed like a good opportunity at the time. The, the guys that, are, that had offered me the position I'd known from school days. So that's how I kind of transitioned from, from the development side of hotels into the, and, and running uh, you know or, or managing them from a sort of financial perspective to moving into the insuring, insuring of these properties. Um, which is what we do at SETIB Insurance Brokers.
0: What is the, I mean obviously the last three years in particular have, have seen a lot of businesses closing down um, and hopefully we are now seeing a resurgence as we head into 2023 of, of businesses in tourism. So what, I mean when, when all this started three years ago up until now, what do you think the biggest challenge that SATIB um, that has, has faced? Um, you
1: know, during during the pandemic? Well, I think Satub obviously within a couple of months had um, lost about 30% of its clients and revenue, uh, mainly because of clients either shutting down or, you know, drastically reducing their insurance coverage. So that that obviously impacts our revenue, which meant that we had to, um, you know, retrench staff, reduce salaries and, and restructure. Um, and I think... I think things are slowly recovering now. We're expecting 2023 to be back to where 2019 was. So in other words, back to pre-COVID levels. Um, So we've lost three years worth of revenue growth. Um, But, you know, we've managed to drastically readjust our cost base. Um, So I think... I think that's a lot of businesses, you know, that they were forced to to rethink how they did things. The the big word was pivot in those days, and how you're going to pivot your business to do things differently. I mean, we probably have half the amount of office space that we did back then. Office space being our second biggest um, cost. So, and and obviously staff. We're trying to do things quicker, better, more efficiently, um, so that we need less people to do it. So we've we've been forced to think about how to do things differently, which I think most, most businesses have had to do in some way or other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, as we head into the new year and I think everyone's holding out a lot of hope that 2023 is the year of recovery for a lot of businesses, you know, everyone's been holding out um, by a thin thread for the last three years and everyone's, um, you know, really, really holding out a lot of hope for 2023. What, what do you think, what do you see in, in the industry, not, not just in tourism, but in business as a whole? What what do you think businesses still need to do to kind of ramp up effort? Or do you think everyone's kind of on the right track? Or, I mean, is there one thing that you can, or a few things that you can think of that um, perhaps still need to be done to kind of speed up the change? You
1: yeah, well, I think you've got to start with staff. And I think, you know, the general staff have, uh, have been through you know, as much if not more pain than the owners of businesses. So uh, the owners have got some control really where the employees are, are really at the whim of the, of the owners. So I think em- employees have gone through a traumatic phase over the last three years. So to the extent that businesses can look after their, their staff, uh, their team, they should find ways to, to do so. And it doesn't always have to be about money. Uh, so I think that, that would be the focus. And then, you know, as, as you look after your staff, they they're happier, they look after clients, clients talk to other clients, you get more referrals. So I think it's just the it's the age-old maxim of looking after your staff first to 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 wow your clients who are going to then go and tell their you know their friends and um and grow your business in that way. I don't think there's any magic bullet. I don't think Spending millions in advertising or sales um, necessarily um, is the answer, but definitely you have to have that as part of the mix. But I would, I would just start off with um, trying to get your team on side and figuring it out together.
0: Yeah, and that's that's great. I mean, obviously, um, yeah, every everybody kind of just needs. It's it's been a tough uh, three years. I think there's a lot of business and personal debt still around, so. Happy to hear that you're focusing on 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 the people that that make up the company and and you know mo- motivation and and yeah getting getting the team getting the team um yeah in the right in the right headspace and and providing for for what for what they need to to head into the new year. So just um just on like a on a on a business basis from you personally, like how what what um. What do you like? What is your daily routine? What, what do you consider your
1: most productive time of the day? Do you think? Well, I think it's the same for everybody. If you can get in your thinking work before nine o'clock, um, before everybody starts to get into the office, or before you start your conference calls, or, or, I mean that's that's probably a good time to to do it. It's not always easy if you're having to take kids to school and you want to try and exercise and, and all of that good stuff, but. You know the, the more hours you can put in before nine o'clock in the morning certainly works for me um, and yeah that would that would be my advice if you can do it
0: yeah i I, I tend to agree you know especially living in um in South Africa where in summertime its it's great you know you can head head down to the beach at at five o'clock in the morning if you want, and yeah that's certainly something i'm trying to do is is wake up uh wake up a lot earlier. So by the time the business day starts, you've actually accomplished quite a lot. Um, I, I actually love, the, there's, a, there's quite a famous um, video on, on, online. It's called the, the Navy Seal, giving a lecture to um, a bunch of university students about the importance of just making your bed. And uh, that's always stuck with me. In fact, I showed it to my daughter, your niece, um, today. Uh, because it just stuck with me, and it's and he talks about little little tasks little accomplishments all day and if you can start your day just by making your bed and that's then then you know that you've you've done that one small task and that leads to another task and leads to another task and it's just all about that feeling of accomplishment and even if you've really had a a miserable day you 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 come home to a to a bed that's that's made and waiting for you so it's it's yeah all about trying to Get that time in in the morning and just getting through task by task and, and looking at looking at it that way. Do, is there yeah. any tool? I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of software, particularly in the in the mobile working, remote working um, sphere, that has come to the fore in the last three years. Is is there any particular tool or app that you find is very productive, even if it's a personal app um, like Audible or, or something like any any but particularly business-related app or or product productivity tool that 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 you can that you recommend that you use often.
1: I think what's worked for me is um, an app called Asana. So it's either as as a, an app on your phone or a website, um, which basically collects your actions from all, all over the place. So I mean, in our group, we've probably got about 15 companies, and our go to most of those board meetings. And from those, there's a number of actions that I need to take plus meetings with staff and, you know, other meetings and to keep all your actions in one place is, is kind of difficult. So we've taken the step to, uh, all, all of our, our minutes of our meetings are recorded on Asana. Um, it gets linked to a person, whoever that action is. I can then go in there and I can check all my actions from, from all around, it's pops up on what dates I need to do things. It notifies people once I've done them, uh, and vice versa with my team. If they need to get something done for me, it kind of notifies me that it's been done, et cetera. So we, we're getting more and more into the, uh, into the depth of what the software can offer. But even what we've experienced so far has, I think, you know, revolutionized the way we do things, definitely made things more productive. Then I suppose the next one would be Power BI. Um, you know, being able to take all your data and arrange it into you know the reporting that you want to see, um, and, and that's basically at the once it's set up, it's at the you know the flick of a switch, so to speak. So you can keep tabs on your business and what's moving you know hourly if you need to. So those those two things have have really changed the way we we do things. And you know, in the past we would have people that would have to do that kind of stuff for us. Um, and now we don't because, you know, we've got software that does it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so. Asana and power. vr That, um, that's really, yeah. really, really, really good. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of tools that are, that have come out that I think definitely are, um, are helping a lot of people uh, get, get to where, get to where they need to be. So what, um, what, Piece of advice? Do you think you could give someone who's is kind of just starting out, um, not just in tourism but but also in in business? Obviously, you've you've been through your ups and downs and in, in your career. What um, there, there's a lot of young young folk that I've met all over Africa this year, and and you know everyone's trying to trying to pick up the pieces. What what kind of piece of advice could could you give somebody that's trying to just get their get their first foot on the
1: ladder of, of business at the moment. Well if you're talking about from an entrepreneur perspective, I would I would think that you'd have to make sure that whatever you're offering is unique enough to get people to notice it. You've got to, you know, be honest with yourself whether you're going to be able to afford to get the message out or have the time to at least get the message out. Um and you know, if you if you if you believe that the product is something that people need, and there's a market, and you're willing to put the effort in to get the story told, then I think it's just a matter of time. Um, mm. So you have to you have to invest you have to invest the time, but you've got to make sure that you've got something that people want to buy. And then from a career perspective, I suppose those that are listening that don't, you know aren't necessarily at the point of wanting to become an entrepreneur. Or, so I think from a career perspective, you just need to keep to keep at it as well. You need to show your the people above you that you're keen to learn and grow and, and move up the ladder. You need to make sure that you put in the effort, the time, keep studying, um, keep learning new things so that, you know, people know that you are you know, a potential leader one day.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's great advice for, for anybody. Um, yeah. Coming through, coming through the ranks, it's starting. It's, it's all about, I think, motivation and, and having that never give up spirit and, yeah, as you say, just having all those things—what people want, what people need—and um, I think having a good mentor. I think a lot of a lot of people um, lack that kind of guiding figure from somebody that that's that's been in the business for a long time. So it's always good to to seek out that that one person that can sort of help you and and guide you along the way. Um, I think that's that's about it, uh, Kevin. So we don't want to. We, we could go on for forever, but um, yeah, I just think we're trying to trying to get a quick overview of, of who you are and, and what you think and how you think recovery can take place in 2023. So thank you very much, uh, Kevin Watson, the COO of uh, First Equity Group, which uh, incorporates SATIB insurance brokers. And um, how can, if anyone's listening that, that wants to find out more about insuring their their tourism business, how, what's the best way to get in touch with, uh, with SATIB?
1: Let's well, probably go to the website, www.satip.coza. Um, and that will, you, will go to the info page and someone will get back to you. I think we've, we've obviously got branches in throughout Africa as well. So yeah, if you're interested, go onto the website and um, someone will get back to you.
0: That's great. All right, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. And I hope you keep listening to the CusaCast And uh, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Until next time, this is Graham Watson talking to Kevin Watson on CusaCast. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: bye. Cheers.
0: Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed the conversation, then please subscribe. Leave us a great review and even check out our Patreon page. Until next time, I'm Graham Watson and thanks for listening to the CUSACast.